Hey guys, welcome to Real Life Talk. My name is Duke Lamastra and I'm your host and I'm so excited and grateful that you're taking the time to listen to this episode. Thank you so much for being here. My guest for today is Joe Mustin. Joe is a youth pastor to middle schoolers at Winston-Salem First in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He's also the drummer and does the screaming vocals for a band called Beloved, which just happens to be one of my favorite bands of all time. He's also the front man, the lead singer for a band called Advent, and he's got some other projects that he's worked on through the years as well. He's been a really a veteran in the hardcore, post-hardcore music scene for more than two decades at this point. And Joe uh, just got back from an event called Furnace Fest, which is a huge three-day music festival at Sloss Furnaces in Birmingham, Alabama. I was there this weekend myself, and this was a very important very special sort of music festival it was a resurrection of something that used to happen in the very early 2000s hadn't happened in about 18 or so years and beloved joe's band got back together for this show really after 16 years of not playing together they got back together for this band for this show and there were a lot of other bands there uh, that did the same thing and it was just so much nostalgia and uh, just a really pretty incredible weekend. So Joe and I in this episode we're recapping the events of Furnace Fest and then we do get into some other things as part of the conversation as well but the real backdrop of the conversation and where we spend most of our time is the events of Furnace Fest. Joe shares some special moments and his perspective and uh, just really the enormity of what went down this weekend. I really think you're going to enjoy this conversation. Joe and I had a lot of fun talking about it and uh, so now let's go ahead and just jump into this conversation. I hope you enjoy it with Joe Mustin. All right, Joe Mustin, welcome to the program, man. Welcome. Well, I should say welcome back to Real Live Talk. Thanks for being here, brother. Really appreciate you. Thanks so much for having me again. <laughs> I just get like, I don't know what it is. I just get giddy uh, when, I, when I'm talking to you. And I think more so now because we, we were just talking off air a second ago uh, just about Man, I'm still so pumped up from the weekend, and yeah. so I just uh, uh, wh wherever this conversation goes is totally cool. I just I wanted to definitely start off just kind of recapping a little bit of Furnace Fest 2021, and just talking a little bit about that. It was uh, I, I was telling you a second ago. I just feel younger inside. I feel like just reconnected to the the former me that would just go crazy like in mosh pits and stuff and uh it's been a lot of years since i've like let loose like that in a lot of ways and like yeah. to be honest with you i didn't even really plan on it going into it i was thinking well covid and i wasn't sure like what the mindset of people was going to be like and plus i'm like way older now and i haven't like done any of that in in years and uh and once we were in there man and just people everywhere and hype atmosphere just like couldn't hold back just had to go for it so uh anyway man it, it was it was just such an awesome weekend for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about let me just say uh furnace fest uh i'm here today with joe mustin of beloved and the yeah. band advent and joe is also yeah. a a youth pastor um to young people at winston-salem first in winston-salem north carolina and uh just just an awesome an awesome guy if you didn't catch i think it was episode 22 if i'm not mistaken the last time that joe mm. was on the show go back and check that we'll get some background some context if you're unfamiliar with uh joe's music and stuff like that but um 
yeah, so it was a resurrection of a music festival that used to take place in Birmingham at Sloss Furnaces from just mm -hmm. 2000 to 2003, resurrected almost 20 years later for supposed to be a one-time uh, thing that uh, yeah, has now yeah. blossomed into looks like they're going to keep doing it, which is crazy. But yeah, so that's what we're talking about. So um, Joe, man, again, just thank you so much. And I, I'm just uh, uh, curious to hear some of your thoughts on the weekend and what it felt like to you just to kind of be in that atmosphere and to be a part of just something that was so epic and, and uh, yeah, yeah. Just uh, maybe just your initial thoughts and then we, we can go in deeper on some stuff too. Man. I mean, so we, we expected, I think we expected it to be great. And then it completely exceeded the expectation. Um, I mean, it was, there was an actual um, feeling and a, it was like a tent, like it was tangible almost like you could, there was an atmosphere, there was a feeling, they captured something and uh, it was like it was never, um, it was like those, that, those 16 years for us, Actually, really, I guess the last time we played Furnace Fest was in 03, their last year. So it was like those 18 years never transpired. It was like a bunch of bunch of old, <laughs> bunch of young kids walking <laughs> around in old skin, like just alive in the moment together. And yeah, dude, the the staff, Chad, Ryan, um, I don't know the other guys as well, but. I mean, they just, those four guys and all of their staff and their volunteers did something, I think for, I mean, there were probably 12,000 people total had to, had to be, you know, they, they were saying well over 10 and yeah, I mean, the first, the first day there were 9,700 people there. Second day was the day that was sold out completely, you know, and they were like, dude, it's well over 10. And then I don't know what Sunday looked like I had to leave, but man, it was just, they, they just captured the essence of what we lived in for so long mm -hmm. in those early 2000s, underground, hardcore, metalcore, emo, whatever the thing was called. They captured it and they, and it happened. <laughs> it finally <laughs> happened. It finally happened. Yeah. It, it definitely happened. And like, I still, I was thinking about it today, uh, just this morning, I was just, I was in the car and I was just thinking, I was like, I still, I can't believe it actually happened and and that it went down like that after this, like the past couple of years that we've all been through, man, like, um, the fact that it happened and it was real and people were yeah. close and that they actually pulled it off was just something that was so phenomenal. And, um, I think so much more special too, because of what we've been through being locked up and unable yeah. to do this kind of stuff for a while. Not that I was yeah. doing it prior to exactly <laughs> the lockdown anyway, <laughs> yeah. but there was some, but a lot of people were obviously, but, but even with that, it just felt like there's something, there's something in me that's got to come out, you know? And, uh, yeah. it, it was just, it was so special, I think because of, uh, it would have been special anyway, but I think everything is just amplified in this, in these days that we're living in because of all the, the craziness of of our recent history you know yes uh and uh so like 
talking about Chad, huge shout out to Chad and uh, and his business huge. partners and and just amazing. Like I was thinking one of my favorite moments for sure of the entire weekend was that moment getting ready. The, the thing that I was most hyped about, like, honestly, I'm not just saying this, like the thing that I was most hyped about was your show uh, 16 yeah. years later. I told you last time that I had just narrowly missed being able to go to your last uh, show yeah. ever on, mm -hmm. in January of 05. And anyway, so that was with me and um, definitely for sure, like for me, the deciding factor in, in actually pulling the trigger on buying the tickets and all that Crazy. kind of stuff was like, it's beloved. We got to go like it's got to happen. Right. So but anyway, that moment, man, of being in there, like me and my buddy, we were like up in the front, just engulfed in people. And that moment right before your your set started, when Chad came out and just spoke those words and just prayed so over powerful. the crowd, it was so powerful. It was such it was just such a moment. And then you shared something even about that, like right before you guys kicked off of just like the sacredness of the moment that we were in. And uh, man, it was just just epic. It was so cool. That was yeah. that was for sure by far one of my favorite moments. What what was that like <laughs> for you just being there and just in engaging in that moment? Like, were you able to to really like savor the moments that you were in or was your head so just like out of the out of control? <laughs> like what was going on? I think I try. I think I tried. Um, but yeah, it felt like I mean, I remember click, 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 starting off <laughs> failure on my lips. And then yeah. I then I remember a few few moments and then I remember Dusty going, We have five minutes left, five minutes left. And we're like <laughs> and then we hadn't started Death to Traders yet. So it was like and then wow getting all my gear off the stage, people are like patting me on the back. Like, dude, that was so awesome. I cried. I cried the whole time. And I'm like, uh, okay. Um, and then it took a couple hours to kind of like, let it kind of settle down a little further. <laughs> and then my mind started working again, but I really try. I wanted to be there and I was there. I was there in sure. bodily form. <laughs> and, and I had to be there in somewhat, cognizant form to be able to play the drum parts and scream and remember the words but i'm telling you you feel like it's like an out-of-body experience almost yeah sometimes. i don't know what that means yeah but uh it definitely felt like that so. <laughs> yeah man i i know like even 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 for me like i know for sure the reason i asked that question is because i know it's it's a totally different experience being on the other end of that and i know for me like i can get i can be so in my head when i'm if i'm preaching or like leading worship or yes. something like that i can be so in my yes. head that it's just hard to really you know enjoy and uh, and savor the moment but i'm sure you had plenty of time throughout the weekend to enjoy the festival and to enjoy the yeah. moments you know what i mean so like was was there anything else that kind of stuck out to you throughout the weekend of just like something that really just felt like a, a powerful moment to you dude i mean when we did our meet and greet merch line thing it literally was six hours long we started at like 10 30 and i remember we did an interview at four and we came back and it was still happening but like that's all cool but the moments where somebody would pull me in and say, Hey man, like I wanted to commit suicide a couple years ago or oh. my, I lost my dad too. And the, wow. 
you know, the Advent lyrics or the beloved lyrics or this song, like they show, you know, they show their, you know, their, their tattoo. I'm like, dude, I know what it means to go get a tattoo of a. We're back with Joe Mustin, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, (laughs) Is that me? I don't know. It might've just been the internet. Oh God. We'll blame it. We'll blame it on the internet. But I remember what it's like to go get a tattoo of like a band that means something to you. I have those tattoos. I have like the tops of my hands. Oh, what is it? Un. What is it? <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Wait, it's which like mirrored, it switches. Unbang uh, worship, which yes. is living sacrifice lyrics. I have lyrics tattooed on my body. Like, and they were showing me these things, and I got to pray, pray with some people, and pray for some people about things. Mm. And you're seeing all these spaces you literally haven't seen since like Tucson, Arizona, or Seattle, or um you know, Syracuse or Detroit. And they're like, do you remember me? And I'm like, dude, yes. I remember like these conversations. I remember that show. And it's just a flood of that all day. And that caught up to me Sunday night when I'm sitting in my bed, just thumbing, trying to like put people's videos up on our Instagram and Instagram basically told us we couldn't do it anymore because we were putting too many stories on our stories. Well, wow. and I was yeah. just like, I'm like happy and stoked, and the guys are texting back and forth, and all of a sudden, I'm just like, <laughs> I just started crying. I just started crying out of nowhere. It just hit me, and I was like, "What in the world is that?" It's like so, that's not very hardcore. Why am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's awesome, bro. The the pile up good. of like, I'm, I'm using a hardcore um, imagery here. The the pile <laughs> on of emotions was just. I mean, so real. And just to hear people, I mean, they came from everywhere. Yeah. And I could hear them over us playing, singing, not even the screaming parts, hearing them singing. I could hear that. So I know that all just meant so much to so many people. So, I mean, dude, I, I don't, it's hard to know what to do with all that. You just say thanks, you know, like, yeah so it was a lot man it's, i'm still processing it and i'm i've not even touched the surface of it so yeah well i can tell you for sure being being there being in the crowd there was uh there was something really special about that atmosphere as as many people <laughs> as were there and like you know i'm getting kicked in the head by crowd surfers and stuff <laughs> You know what I mean? But like as many people as were there and as hype as it was, and like you just look back, like I would do like the backward shot on my camera and just see just like the sea of people behind me. It was crazy. As much as that was, like it felt intimate. Do you know what I mean? Like it felt like an intimate moment. Like it was like the room was filled with people that love you guys and that love your music. And it just felt like it was such a special moment or it's full of special moments, but it's just, I'm just, I'm so grateful um, that you guys banded together and you pulled this off, like even to the point. And I do want to ask you another question about this, like, right. You know, writing a new song for it, just kind of expressing where you guys are at in life all these years later and stuff like that. But just the whole thing, it was, um, I just felt like you guys were so generous with, uh, with what you did and the way that you brought it, the all the I know I, I got to imagine the the level of 
prep that went into it and the and the practicing and and all of it for that moment you know for that like 45 minutes of just like let's just bring something you know for our fans and these people that have been you know committed to us throughout the years and it really did feel like i'm sure there were a handful of people in there that maybe were hearing you guys for the first time but it felt right. like at least where I was, it felt like everybody was just shouting your lyrics like from start to finish. And like everyone was right there with you. It just felt like an intimate sort of community family moment that was really, really special. So it was crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like it's so wild to me that when Josh sings any of those lyrics that there were, I mean, there were quite a few thousand people under that thing, but let's just say right. half of them, there are a thousand people singing from their hearts, something that you wrote down on a napkin or a sheet of notebook paper that eventually we just lost. <laughs> it just ended up in the trash, yeah. that piece, piece of paper. But yeah. now it's like it's written on people's memories enough to where like they draw from that from time to time. They listen to those songs and then somehow we're all in the moment together singing. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's really even like from more of a philosophical standpoint, like just what music does to us and and the. Yeah the idea that that music like you said that like words that you wrote down on a napkin and you know like beats and rhythms and stuff that you guys put together yeah. all these years ago how it just brings thousands of people together i don't know what that is like what it is that's inside of us that that just gravitates to that but it's a beautiful thing it's crazy yeah yeah that, i'm getting I, that like was, choked up <laughs> so like how are your vocal cords right now are you do you feel recovered or ruined. Do you feel... <laughs> ruined dude i screamed for uh living sacrifice those those lyrics that i have here dude how can i not figure this yeah. out <laughs> which hand is which okay gotcha. it just it switches yeah and i can't even if i point to it it's not going to help you at all so i'm trying to Try to help you out, that but there's no way. <laughs> For anybody oh. listening to this, they have no idea what's going on. Joe's trying to show his uh, his tattoos on his hands, but the image like mirrors, and we can't figure out which hand is which. I can't even moment. figure out which way to move my hands again. Uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> but so I screamed yeah. these lyrics for for uh, Living Sacrifice, which is one of my favorite bands of all time. I mean, that was top. Awesome top favorite bands. Um, the lyrics are undying worship, continued offerings, Christ above all, wisdom exalted. Wow. Like that just, for some reason, you know, that long ago blew my mind. I was like, I'm getting that tattooed, tattooed on me one day. And then I really, I went for my hands. <laughs> I went for the job <laughs> stopper. So I did that. And um, so I screamed those songs. I screamed that, those lines at like 5 p.m then the beloved set then i went and screamed for um my favorite band of all time for the song that i named one of my bands after which is a band called strong arm who mm -hmm. is 
so strong arm is the beloved to further seems for to further seems forever so that was their their pre-band to further so okay the the beloved to my advent strong arm is to their further seems forever so okay um if that makes sense did i say that right i think i did <laughs> i think you did beloved is the precursor to advent yes strong arm was right. the precursor precursor to further to, seems forever to further yeah so i mean that band hasn't played a song in 20 years since since the first furnace fest wow okay wow yeah in 2000 and wow. they wanted the song at the end of their set and somehow jason their singer got a hold of dusty's number reached out Dusty was like, Joe will 1000% do that. That's his favorite band of all time. I mean, I, wow. I, named my, I named a portion of an era of my life after that song. Wow. <laughs> my that, hands in that's here huge. For you, for the, for the illustration here. And um, yeah, and I sang those lyrics at the end of the night and I didn't even have a scream left. And the good thing is I didn't even have to have a scream because there were hundreds of people that were trying to pile on, on. And, and scream along you know so i let them do the work i just held the microphone for them so for me i was like guys i'm really excited about the beloved set but this might be my like mountain yeah. moment in yeah. my life so this past weekend was just a flood of like um emotions and a few little you ninth grade dreams coming true, you know. Um, but the ninth grader, I, I'm still that same person that I was in a lot yeah. of ways at 39. So those lyrics mean they they mean much more to me this morning than they did in the ninth grade now because <laughs> I'm like, man, yeah. I got to I got to do that. So, wow. dude, I'm just blown away about the whole weekend. I don't know. I don't know what to say. That's awesome. <laughs> it was man. crazy, That's awesome. dude. <laughs> if you need to cry, it's okay. I won't. Yeah, no, I, no, I, thought, no judge you. <laughs> I thought that I was going to cry into the microphone. Like I was just anticipating really? not being able to hold it together during their song. And, and then, you know, I stepped up in the moment and I can't believe I knew the words, dude. Their, their lyric sheet is like a, <laughs> is like a novel. It's the, he, Chris Carbonell wrote the longest yeah. lyric to every, he filled every space with a word. So, I'm just surprised I remembered any of it. So it was awesome, awesome, man. That's so my voice, my voice is like, is doing good this morning, but, um, you know, it got to work out this past weekend. I sounded like a gremlin on Sunday morning when we were like (laughs) (laughs) meeting down in the hotel lobby, you know? So it was funny. Yeah, man. Oh, that's so cool though, that you had that opportunity, um, to do that, man. That's so awesome. It's such yeah, a beautiful dude, thing. Crazy. I I was I really ticked off that I wasn't there for that. Now, um, I I missed that. I missed that part. What was going on? They so were, that was the play, that was the second night. Sunday, yeah, that was taking there. Taking back, back Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, and, I went. I went to taking back y'all. Sunday. Yeah, I was oh. at I was at a few minutes of uh, well, not a few minutes, a couple songs of of Glass Jaw, and then uh, uh, we went to taking back Sunday because that was just like a lot of nostalgia for me. Um, yeah, you know. But, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's so awesome, bro. I'm the, another really cool moment for me. It's like kind of a, on a similar thing was, um, when Jay from hopes fall came out f- with uh Juliana theory and, oh, uh, yeah. and just, and just scream that, that part. Um, and, uh, oh, and it was just, 
Yeah, yeah it was just me about that. It was just tight that they did that. Yeah, I I, yeah. I got it on video. It was pretty. It was pretty dope. Um, you have to send just that like, to there's me. So I'd, I'd many. love to see it. Oh, I definitely will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a there were there are just so many really cool moments. Uh, like another thing was um, uh, showbread when they it, it was um right before their last song they ended on uh stabbing art to death which was just awesome but there but right before that um uh josh was just uh he he kind of gave a little a little speech just a little three minute speech um and if you can find it it was really cool like it was really cool what he said it's been like passing around some of like the furnace fest uh, threads and stuff like that because a lot of people have been talking about it he just spoke for a minute about how what you said a second ago reminded me of what he said which is why i'm bringing it up he said um that like these these lyrics and these things the, the things that i'm singing about they mean more to me now than they did when i when i wrote them or when mm -hmm. you know they mean more to me now than than when we wrote them and he said in an in an era where and this is i'm totally butchering it this is paraphrased for sure but in an <laughs> era where it's normal to leave talking about you know whether it's walking away from your faith or walking away yeah. from what yeah. from what you've committed yourself to in a day where that's the normal thing to do then faithfulness is the new rebellion is what he said and it was just such a cool moment going into, the, into the new thing it was really that's cool amazing. i love yeah. that <clears throat> yeah it was a, it was a really cool thing that's something that was in my head so much this weekend too was just that like like that idea um of uh you know people get older and they get into different phases of life and um you know a lot of people walk away from what they were originally committed to uh, walk away from their faith for whatever reason and you know a lot of stuff over the years a lot of things get jaded a lot of things just happen to people and so i was just resonating so well with like what he was saying there and i felt like it was it was just one of those important moments that people needed to hear. Dude, you know, I, I'm going to try and find that because that's something that I've been wrestling through just in my, there's a lot of things that have happened since the last time we talked. Mm. And that, that idea right there of, of being faithful to something, just being, I, I know that God calls people to move and to go places. And sometimes we, we go, but, um, I've been wrestling with the idea of staying mm. like what, what, what about when God just calls you to stay somewhere when you want to go? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And then, and then, but, but you pointed to a different idea of people, you know, it's a lot easier right now to leave when you don't like something you leave, when you disagree with something you leave, when somebody says something you don't like or shares an opinion that you don't like, yeah. you just leave, you leave that friendship behind, you leave that, that church behind you leave this behind but there's something about being faithful you know that yeah is truly the rebellion against the spirit of the age that we're living in that is really powerful i'm, I'm gonna go find yeah. that where he said that. yeah it's a really powerful moment. i'm sure if i can't find the video i can at least find i i, I saw where someone had like like kind of transcribed the text of what That's he had cool. said because i hadn't That's been cool. able to find the actual video yet but i should be able to find that and i'll um i'll, I'll try to send that to you too if please, i can come across please. it but that's really cool yeah it's a it's a big deal man like we've got to we've got to fight for the for the things that matter we've got to fight for our values we've got to fight for uh what we believe in and it's so 
it, it's I, I think that there's so much truth to to that kind of a thing that it really has become I mean, it's so easy to get out of a marriage. It's so easy to just do whatever. And it's even become like a normal thing and, and acceptable to just kind of leave when things get difficult, when things get frustrating, when, you know, whatever. And, and I think so much of what the of what scripture teaches us is to like one of my favorite verses, like hold fast the confession of your faith without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Just rec- remembering, like keep it like he's faithful. So like if my circumstances shift or change or whatever, my my focus, if my if I keep my focus on you, you do not change. Like he's he does not change. He doesn't. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I can be offended. I can be disappointed. I can be rejected. I can be condemned by a church or by a leader or by a group of people or whatever. But that doesn't. And, and I and I think what, what has happened to so many over the years, like particularly in within like these genres of music, you know, uh, people feeling that whether it's like the pressure of having to live up to a certain standard or feeling the, you know, the condemnation that came from so many in, in their churches, their denominations, their whatever for, you know, even the idea of like, I mean, the idea of like this kind of music, this kind of music scene, it being inherently evil in and of itself, like that, that whole thing, especially when you go back 20 years from now, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and, and just so, so much, stuff that I, I do think has uh, just, I don't know, caused a lot of people to just kind of get fed up with stuff. But if we can, through all of it, whether we're talking about music or we're just talking about, you know, life in general, when we maintain our focus on him and recognizing that he's not condemning us and he's loving and his arms are open and he's always faithful and he's not, he's unchanging and he doesn't leave us just because yeah. we messed up or got it wrong or whatever. And when he's spoken and he showed us something and he's called us into something that we can maintain our confession of, of faith and our profession of hope, knowing that he's faithful, like we've got to be anchored by that reality. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. You just said a lot. There's a lot of gold in what you just said. <laughs> a lot of big ideas to point to, but I mean, I was, if I, I, if I talk every... in circles long enough, every once in a while, something. <laughs> Something comes out that's that's good, but I don't know. <laughs> Man, that's so good. And yeah, I've it's been on my mind. What that guy what you said it was the singer of Showbread. Yeah, Josh dies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We we played shows with those guys, but we didn't really know them that well. I think Dusty toured with him with uh Dead Poetic when he was in Dead mm. Poetic. But I didn't know any of those guys like really well but i remember them well i just don't know know the guys personally but that's encouraging to know that about them yeah uh yeah i remember i had seen them i only saw them once before this weekend and it was on their it was like a young bloods tour for solid state so it was oh when, yeah, yeah. It, it was fairly <laughs> early on you know they were they mm-hmm. were a younger band and uh they always who would have been on that tour so that was um it was a crazy show because it was at um um oh man i forget it was basically in a basement (laughs) 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 but a large basement i mean it was a venue but it was literally you would walk in and go underground and so but it was as cities burn dude it was he is legend 
it was showbread far less and oh the the band that i was really there to see was the chariot that was when the chariot was new and um and that's what i was really there to see but that's where i fell in love with as cities burn i fell in love with showbread like i fell in love with these other other bands that i hadn't really experienced up until that point but that was a solid show and the burn had a great set at furnace yeah Man. Yep, they were they were great. Really early on, uh, right? Like on Friday, early Friday afternoon. Well, early ish Friday afternoon. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it was tight. Man, what a weekend! What a weekend of just cool, <laughs> of cool. <laughs> cool it stuff. was so cool, <laughs> man. Yeah, I can't. Eat. I'm still. It's just hard to. You know, sometimes you a moment or something that you're looking forward to, even if, you know, go, even going on vacation or whatever it is, like you, you hype up the moment and you're excited for it. There's anticipation and then it comes and you enjoy it and then it's over. This doesn't feel like that to me. Like surprisingly, it doesn't feel like it's over yet. It doesn't feel, it's just still like, I think probably cause people are keeping the conversation going so much on, on like social media and stuff like that. But yeah. it just, it felt like more than just a moment that was lived and now it's over. It, it just, it, for some reason it was more, it was more powerful than that. Um, and it's, I'm still hyped, man. I could have done another day. Like as, <laughs> as tired and exhausted, exhausted as I was, like, I yeah. wasn't like, Oh man, I'm so happy. Like this was great, but I'm ready to go home. Like I could have done another yeah. day, probably too. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> That's so awesome. Man, I, but, I wanted to stay for Sunday. There were so many bands that we wanted to see. I mean, old friends, the guys in Unearth. We used to play shows mm. with those guys. I know those dudes well. The Kill Switch guys. Like, I mean, that's one of my favorite bands, man. Get Up Kids, Comeback yeah. Kid. Dude, I mean, I heard that Comeback Kid set was incredible. I heard it was incredible. There were so many just good bands on Sunday. Not Juliana so theory, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. So like my 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 friend uh, that was with me, Dan, that I introduced you to, um, mm-hmm. he jacked up his ankle pretty bad in uh, oh, no. <laughs> during, during Comeback Kid in the pit. During I think it was Comeback Kid, pretty sure. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hey. bad. But he just he just kept going, man. He's so hey, much you know. more. He's so good at at this. Like so much better than me. Like he would be like we would walk into that plug your holes stage and like back of the room and he would just weave through the crowd, jump in the pit, get a 30 second video crowd surf and be out in like three minutes. Like I need like 18 minutes, like just to (laughs) just to get to the edge edge of the pit so I can consider going in. Like it's it's a different it's a different kind of thing. He's he's uh. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he's more hardcore than me for sure. But it was he uh, just goes for it, man. Yeah, I'm probably more in your way. Like I just kind of <laughs> evaluate, I, you know, the good, and the bad. What what's what's yeah. gonna be the pros and the yeah. cons? You know. So. Yeah, I've I've got a little bit of like nervousness of like if I don't know the song super well, uh, you know, like you jump in and then the breakdown's over. <laughs> so here's oh, the man. thing during um during beloved for the first few 
I think I I think I lasted about four songs or so in the chaos yeah. of what was going on. And uh, twice I got hit by a crowd surfer and like my glasses flew off. <laughs> oh, no. I'm glad you got and, uh, them. Yeah. So like I literally like twice I caught them in midair. Um, but, and then, and then, so I was like, okay, not doing that anymore. I had a zipper pocket right here. I was wearing a hoodie, which is a terrible idea. Um, (laughs) cause it was just drenched within eight seconds. But like, so I, I put my glasses in there and then somewhere along the line, I noticed like one of the lenses was popped out and I was like, shoot. And I wasn't sure if it was broken or not. And so I had just been like kicked in the head a couple times. And I was like, I mean, if there's anybody that I would, you know, it's worth getting kicked in the head to it's beloved, but I'm just saying, (laughs) uh eventually eventually i i made a beeline and kind of just went off to the side and uh, had yeah. a little bit more of a tame still very tight but a little bit more of a tame environment for the rest of the show but uh thankfully they were fine but like i didn't have a backup pair of glasses or anything and i cannot see without them like these are not oh dude it's, i cannot see so yeah I'm i was the same like way. yeah so i kind of made a decision to to head out of there and make sure that everything thankfully they weren't actually broken i was able to <laughs> to get it back together man i saw the guys in emory and like oh sleeper and terminal and then i mean there were tons of people that were stage diving but the guys i watched a video of the guys in emory and they're like they're um kind of co- commentating on I don't know whose phone it was. Maybe it was like Zod, uh, Matt Carter's phone. He's got it up in the air and he's filming his guys and they're looking back at one another. And they're like, should we go? Should we go? And they're comment- <laughs> they're commentating on this whole like thing. And then they slowly just kind of old man run across the stage and jump out <laughs> into the pit. And then there's like James Irwin and Ryan from uh, Oh Sleeper Terminal. They're jumping off the stage going crazy there was a lot of old guys in there doing their thing yeah, it was man. funny the stage manager had like his like you know walkie on and him and his son were going out and jumping out together <laughs> into the crowd <laughs> it, was, it was wild dude um yeah so yeah, this, so this is my buddy that pretty I, crazy this is my buddy that i was there with i'm going to pull his comment up on the screen so he says yeah devin a thousand percent landed on me so that was the, okay <laughs> from, yeah from so devin okay <laughs> Dude, it took me a second to even realize who Devin was. I think it was after, like, I had just kind of, like, been like, hey, man, what's up? And he was like, hey. And then I, like, kind of do the walk away thing. And I'm like, oh, that was Devin from Emory. <laughs> and then I didn't <laughs> see him again, you know? Yeah, it well, was tough, man. It's it's hard to recognize some of, some of, some of these dudes after so all these people, years. Dude. There were thousands of people. And I and I legitimately re just even for the momentary, even momentarily, reconnected with people, hundreds, hundreds, probably yeah. close to a thousand people that are like, "Do you remember me?" And some people I was like, "Nah," and and I just had to be reminded. And some people I did, and then I'm seeing all these old friends, and then you're hearing the songs, bands are playing songs that you used to hear every night for yeah. two months in a row on tour. And you're just, I don't know, man, even just being there. Like I spent 2001, two and three there for, you know, three days at a time. I, I wore I, like a Andy from every time I die. The, the, the day that we showed up, I think it was in 2003 to play. Um, he was standing underneath the bridge. He was wearing this green shirt. 
and it says for the love of they're actually a band from new jersey they're one of my they're yeah they're responsible for creating like a a really unique sound in metalcore i love them yeah, back in high i remember school them and still love them now but he's wearing the shirt and i was like dude for the love of and he was like yeah man uh I, I wore this because I was going to give it to you. I know you love that band. And I was wow. like, whoa. And he, Andy takes his shirt off. This is big Andy from Every Time I Die. Takes his shirt off and just gives me the shirt. He's like, dude, put it on. Let's see how it fits. It was a double XL. you know. So it fits Andy like perfect. <laughs> and it swallows me whole. And so I wore that shirt for, to play in. You know, because the same shirt that I played yeah, in 18 yeah. years ago when we played in 2003, it just meant something to me. There was so many things that just, like, just meant so much. I just had to go all in. And seeing seeing you guys out in the pit singing along, I, I was, there were, like, gray hairs out in the pit. You know, it was, like, it was crazy. There were no gray hairs back in the day. Unless it was somebody's yeah. mom. And now it's like, oh, now we're the mom. Now we're the dad. You know, it's like. The moms and the dads are the people at the show now. Yeah. And are there to see the band. And people are stage diving, people are in the pit, and you've got the guys from different bands and they're jumping off and I was just dude. Chaos. I can go on for a year at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Um what in in what ways or if any, like would you say that your sort of mindset was different? now as opposed to you know years back and i know advent wasn't as long ago as beloved but yeah. um you know knowing knowing that like this was a sort of a one time well i know they're bringing it back now but it was like sort of a one time like very special kind of a moment and beloved's back together after all these years sort of being on the other side of like all of these years of mm -hmm. having you know performed and and uh but then year you know years of a break and so just kind of like your mindset, the differences maybe in your mindset now, as opposed to back in the day when you were kind of in the thick of everything. Yeah. I think in the back in the day, we were just doing it day to day and we were certainly grateful and thankful to be there, you know, but yeah. I don't think we understood how meaningful it was. And now uh, 18 years later after the last Furnace Fest and 16 years later after our last show, I just wanted every person that I ran into to know how much it means that they were there. Because I know it means something to them. Otherwise, they're not spending the money and traveling and getting a hotel room or whatever. All they right. had to go through to get there. Like, that's a lot to get there. Um, especially this year with all the stuff happening, you know, in the world and um, it was a whole lot easier to not show up than it was to show right. up. Right. And so I just wanted every person to know from the bottom of my heart that they mean something to mm -hmm. me. Every person, every one person, you know, the, the one out of the hundred, like every, every person showing up, singing along, sharing their, you know, their, appreciation for the band all that kind of stuff it's all great but i'm appreciative of you today you know like mm -hmm. that's what i wanted to say and i think that's the same thing with all of us we were just blown away um, yeah yeah that's awesome and I, I mean i you know i think from my perspective you guys definitely shared that like i saw 
you know, I saw your openness in just, you know, hugging, hugging dudes and hugging kids, you know, that were coming up to the, to the yeah. merch table. And, uh, and again, just like everything that went into making this happen and, and, you know, everything coming together in the first place, just, just awesome. It was so good. So good. Um, what was, what was sort of the, like, I'm, this is, this is backtracking now just cause I'm curious. Um, Go back. Go back and track. Going back, going back to before, before Furnace Fest, like before 2020, when it was supposed to happen in 2020, like when these initial yeah. conversations started taking place with Chad and stuff like that for like mm-hmm. um, Furnace Fest happening, how how integral do you feel like? Because maybe I'm reading into it, maybe I'm not. Like, how integral do you think that Beloved's role was in like the materialization of Furnace Fest happening? Because I know you guys were approached early on, and you were one of the first, if not the first band sort of mentioned on the ticket. Yeah. Um, was there a connection there between the resurrection of Beloved correlating with the resurrection of Furnace Fest? Like, were those two, uh, like, two sides of the same coin? Or or was Furnace Fest, like, it was going to happen no matter what, and they were just asking you guys about it? Like, what was um, the... Do you, do you know what they, I'm asking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. We actually had some conversations with Chad about this, and yeah um uh at the fest and years you know before in the planning stage so they just came to us said they were thinking about it but they said there was one common name that kept on being brought up when they would go to you know uh between those four guys and their team and then all the bands that they were talking to about like would you would you come back and do this and they said, who would you want to see come back? And I'm just saying what I remember being told to me is that our name was probably the most common name. That if you can get if you can get beloved, then yeah. you should do it. And wow. so Chad said when he asked us, and this is what he told me at Furnace Fest, we were standing right next to a pillar, right next to our empty boxes of merch. Freaking crazy. He goes, <laughs> When you guys said that you would do it, I know uh, that's when we knew that Furnace Fest should happen. Like we should do it. It would be special. So I'm like, wow. whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> but you know, we have a history with Chad. We have a relationship with Chad. Um, I love Chad, you know? Uh, so I know that it comes from, he's a, he's a really genuine person. Um, it, that all came out of his heart, you know, the whole fest, yeah. but also those few words that he spoke to us in that moment. Like if you guys said yes, then we knew this had to happen. And so, um, yeah, we were, and we were the, we were the first band that they mentioned. So I'm like, whoa, like they announced <laughs> the fest and we were the ones yeah. and it was like, so it was, I don't know. This is just wild, yeah. dude. It's wild. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, that was what I guess that was my my speculation, like what you just said. Um, but oh man, that's a, that's incredible. That's incredible to have just been a part of something this big, and and to really have. I I, I felt like because uh, I had this conversation with my buddy afterward. Um, the the fact the fact that when Chad came out and said what he said that that was the precursor to your set. Like he could have done that at any point. He could have done that on the, 
the bigger stage, right? Like yeah. you could have done that at, at any, at any point, you know, throughout the thing, but it was with beloved. And again, it just felt like that was such a, just a, an incredible Crazy. moment, just a really beautiful moment of, uh, because everybody loves Chad. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, dude. he's if, such an incredible if you guy. If you don't love Chad, and, you're yeah. yeah something's you wrong with Chad. you. Yeah, exactly. I just be like watching him, like kind of like off, like either on the side stage of just, whatever band i was looking at at the time and he's just back there like like rock it out yeah <laughs> just enjoying life and uh okay so yeah so so compassionate and uh and uh, just such a heart you know for for people and for what this is really all about in the first place and yeah anyway i keep talking about that moment because it really was just incredible incredible um <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> just sit in silence for the next five minutes yeah yeah reflect. just think about <laughs> how cool was it having your uh wife with you it was awesome man i mean she when we got done but uh, well I'll, I'll before i get to that i i would look over and see her you know she's got her phone up or she's singing along and she's like I haven't seen her do that in you know 16 years or eight however yeah. long it's been and so that was cool but when when we got done she couldn't even get she couldn't even get words out so she was like crying and uh dusty's mm. wife was there and johnny's wife couldn't make it which we were all so bummed about but it yeah was, you know life adult life kids sure all the details um i'm sure she was i'm sure she was bummed but uh, Matt's wife was there, and that was her first time ever seeing Matt do this. Really, she had never seen him in any of his bands, so I think she was just like, "Whoa, this is <laughs> this is uh crazy," you know. So, yeah. But I'll, I mean, just having our friends, we had a whole crew from Winston Salem that came. Even seeing like some of the guys, you know, the Bludgeon guys, the Code Seven guys, the Hopes Fall guys, like seeing like these North Carolina bands that were there with us, you know, like sharing in the moment and they're doing their own thing, you know, they're, they're their own legends and, you know, right. in their own way. So, but they were able, these are bands that we looked up to and we played with and we used to beg to get on to shows with, <laughs> like we wrote songs to be like code seven and, and hopes fall and somehow they're there like standing yeah, side stage and you're just kind of like this is weird <laughs> so cool um, full circle yeah yeah so when your heroes are watching you and they're singing along there's you just i don't know you can just incredible fall on your own sword at that moment <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> let's go <laughs> i'm coming home jesus <laughs> so um yeah yeah, man, it was just, it was powerful. So, dude, I, I've, I've heard people say, like, it was so humbling. And I, I, I understand where they're coming from, but I'm just, like, I'm more grateful. And I don't know if it was humble, but it was definitely, in a way, I can understand where they're trying, where they're saying it was humble. Right. Like, you just feel, like, so small, yet you're so grateful in the moment, for something yeah. that was mm -hmm. so big. You know, like, I don't know. So, but at the same time, you're like, I don't know. I feel pretty awesome right now. <laughs> I feel <laughs> exactly. I feel like I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 
I'm grateful for that moment. And that's what I was telling you on the phone before mm-hmm. we started this. I'm trying to like land the plane and just be middle school youth pastor Joe right now. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah. and I'm, I'm appreciative for this, for this conversation where we're talking about it, but you're, all you're doing is just, I'm making it harder. (laughs) I'm making it harder, Joe. I know. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been there too. Just kind of like, all right, I got work to do. I've got a lot of stuff to catch up on. I, even that man, like how, how grateful I am for like my wife and for others around me. Like just you know, from a more personal thing on a on a smaller scale, but like you know, filling in. For me, like my, my my wife just kind of holding down the fort and taking care of everything, like while I'm up catching some blast beats, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like this <Yeah>. wasn't uh <laughs> so I wasn't I wasn't out on a ministry trip saving souls. I was uh yeah. going crazy in a mosh pit, you know what I mean? So yeah, uh j- yeah. just all of it, like the things that that I think for like you mentioned, the people that like all the people, the thousands of people, but every individual person has their own story, their own situation and the sacrifices that were made to just make this happen. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just epic. It's, it's pretty yeah. cool. All the, all the grandmas that were recruited to watch children while, <laughs> while people were off all the aunts and uncles or whatever, like, <clears throat> man, that took a team effort to make Furnace Fest. Yeah. Happen. <laughs> you know, Shout like, out to the well, grandmas. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. I think that, yeah, there was a lot of PTO being used um, mm-hmm. this past weekend. For sure. <laughs> Take sure. time off for anyone who doesn't. <laughs> yeah, know. I got you. It took me a minute, but I got you. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. not the case. No one had PTO when we were all 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. We're just like, I'm a I'm a hardcore kid. I don't know what PTO is. I thought that was a place like a place you go to. I don't know, you know. So, um, Joe, how how aware was like your church family and your and your teenagers of like what you were up to this weekend? Like, um, are <laughs> and and like so you you coming back and uh, of course they knew you were gone. That's not what I mean. I mean like yeah. in terms of yeah. um, how aware. How aware are your your teens, your middle schoolers of just I don't know the epicness of of what happened? Like, do they do they know? Do they do they get it? Do they do they care? <laughs> yeah, they. Some of them, some of the kids in the youth group are actually kids of my friends that you know were around the church or around the local scene. So some of them like will show up like in like the new beloved sweatshirt cool. that their dad bought and. Um, so in that way, and that's very few, very few, like a handful of kids. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the vast majority of the kids that know that I come from music because I use some of those stories to kind of relate to their stories and so that they know that I'm a real person and not just some guy that sits in a church, sure. you know, 40 hours a week or whatever, you know, so, um, uh, but so, so they know, and the people on staff and the other pastors know, but I started getting texts and messages like the next morning. Cause I think they were kind of passing around videos. They just cool. didn't know like what that actually was until they're seeing like, Whoa, like that's the guy we know. And that's all those people. And wow. so for them, you kind of come back like sunglasses on <laughs> your robe on. And they're like, Whoa, you're the, you know, I don't know. So, and now everybody, it's all of a sudden they're a fan of your band. So you're like, Oh, okay. 
Come on. <laughs> That's so, so cool. Um, yeah, I think they 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 knew, but I don't think they get what that means. I don't specifically go out of my way to invite people to like shows and stuff that I go to because I yeah. don't know if they would either be a frightened, uh, b frightened, or c frightened. <laughs> but but no, Advent had a ad, Advent had a hometown show back in 2016. It was like our first show back in years okay. and a bunch of people came from the church and like it was at a spot in winston that was like not really sketchy but the show ended in a really sketchy way it was, it was like there were like 50 people fighting and i've got all of these people from the church tucked back in the corner they've got their kids they're like yay pastor joe what's going on oh my gosh and there's just a massive brawl that kept going for like 20 minutes dude no way and and I'm just sitting there watching me not even react to it. They're like, why didn't you do anything? I'm like, because I'm just used to it. Like, y'all don't it's even normal. know this is where I came from. So, yeah, so it's, uh, so I stopped uh, inviting people and getting them to try and get into this whole thing. So, but they know I was like, yeah, Joe's, Joe's playing with this band. They're playing a show down in, he's on tour. It's like, no, guys, I'm not on tour. I just played one show. <laughs> So you do. You have two more coming up, right? Next month, uh, the ninth and the sixteenth of October. Yep. So next Friday, next Saturday, and then the following Saturday. So hometown. That's awesome. That's it. Yeah, I would. So those, I'm sure those have been sold out for a long time, right? The first one sold out, and then the second one has gotten got really close, I think. And then there were probably a bunch of like COVID refunds and gotcha, whatnot, gotcha. and. You know, so we're we're kind of like on a tightrope with the venues, COVID mandates and all this kind of stuff, all the stuff we had to go through in order to get into, you know, Furnace Fest. Yeah, but now right. it's like all your friends. And so I've been I've been getting texts and stuff like, you know, we're not doing that. And I completely understand. So even from family and stuff, you know, so it's like mm. it's. I'm just trying to get through these next two shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Need to I don't talk, want anybody to feeling very hurt. quietly. Yeah. I just kind of want to like weeks. show up, do the show. Just, like, yes, this is awesome. And then like, I don't know, something about doing Furnace Fest first feels right though in the, in the yeah. grand scheme of like how these shows worked out. So I was thankful for that actually. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, uh, we're um, almost out of time. So I, I did just want to ask you about the new song that you released, Abyss. And if you could yeah. just, uh, well, let, let me just say, if um, anybody's interested in checking out uh, Beloved's music, um, whether we're going back to the 2002, 2000, was I know 2002 and then 2004, right? Um, were when uh, the, the initial two albums were released and then this new release of this single abyss you can find all of it on spotify um where where else would you point people to joe uh, where they apple could... music you know yeah. i think people have probably uploaded stuff to youtube i don't know any of that but spotify and apple generally that's generally where most people are playing that's the music from i would out. think yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, what went into this, uh, this new song that you guys put together and sort of, if you could just tell a little bit about like the heart of the band in, um, in putting out this, uh, 
this this single this release after after all these years and of course you know getting ready for furnace fest and all of that yeah um so it was definitely not a promotion stunt for any of these shows it was for sure a people have been waiting 16 years for this moment we're doing the moment so why don't we put something out that says we're in the moment with them we're not just going to play a bunch of old songs but we we're still here Mm. we're still like a unit and we're still capable of being creative together that's what a band is it's a it's the it's the creative the joint creative effort of like what's inside and you put that out together and so we wanted to express that um and the lyrics josh just pinned these lyrics after we had taken a couple of rehearsals and practices to get together and write this thing he pinned the lyrics and this is the old beloved way and i would put mine down after his just seeing where he wanted to go and the last lyrics of the song that i scream the line is the lines are in this day i will attest as the last light fades my hope remains um well wow. and we're in a dark time a lot of people are in a dark place mentally emotionally spiritually a lot of people don't have friends or they do but they still feel alone. Yeah. The world, the political thing happening in our country, the COVID thing happening happening around the world, the chaos, the wars, the rumors of wars, all of this stuff mm. just seems a lot to handle for a measly little human, you know? But we're all having to bear it in our own way. But my hope is that people will find some kind of hope that there is still hope that there is still something to hold on to and just press forward and look towards what light is there so and that's our call is to be that light so um hmm. yeah that's the song so good so good man well that's that's a, that's just a beautiful place i think to to wrap this up so yeah um i love that i love everything that you just said and i'm on board with you 100 percent. thank you so much joe thanks for being here thanks for sharing your heart and thanks for coming back up the the roller coaster with me <laughs> a little bit even though even though i'm causing you to relapse a little bit in your journey to recovery here but uh but no 100 appreciate it and um I've uh, yeah. I've really enjoyed you know our our times together and getting to know you and yeah. Uh, yeah. it just it made the whole thing for me which already would have just been epic it, it made the whole thing just for me more special knowing that like I did have you know somewhat of a more personal connection yeah. to you yeah. and to the band and um, it's awesome and I'm just like I haven't stopped drinking out of my beloved cup <laughs> my beloved furnace fest. <laughs> cup that my that my buddy bought for me since we got back that's awesome i, I love it thanks for the promo I <laughs> uh so uh is, where where else would you um point people to that are interested in either connecting with you the band finding out more about who you guys yeah. are and what you do um so we're on instagram 
I don't know our Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. So I know there's at beloved. I think it's at beloved dot NC. Okay. That's it. That's the one yeah. that's for <laughs> beloved. And then there's, yeah. then there's an advent page. And, mm-hmm. and that one I think is Advent hardcore or advent North Carolina or that something like right. that. And then yeah. I'm, I think I'm just my name, Joe Mustin on Instagram. <laughs> I love when people message me. Like I try to, I try my best to get back to people and sometimes I miss it, but um, I just love getting to connect with people. That's, that's not only, it's not only my job, but I feel like it's my call from the Lord to just, to just talk to people Mm. and um, just, yeah, point people to him. So I love connecting with people in any way possible. And if Instagram offers me that opportunity, then I want to use it. So, so good. So good. Well, thank you again, man. I uh, appreciate you. And yeah, thank you we'll, so uh, much. Thank you. Keep the conversation going. And yeah. uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to send you the couple of those videos that we talked about and stuff like that. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, thank you, everybody, for checking out this episode. Really appreciate you guys. You're amazing. I had basically a week off where I didn't do the show because of traveling and stuff like that. So uh, thank you guys for being here, watching, listening, whatever. You're amazing. And uh, yeah, catch you next time. What's today? Is today Thursday? So yeah, so the next episode will (laughs) be back live next Monday. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't know what time it'll be. But sometime on Monday, (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. You'll know what's going on before it happens. But appreciate you guys. Thanks. Thank you.